Good morning and welcome to another episode of Motherhood on Mondays with me, your host, Jessica Olsum from Refined Purpose. Good morning, guys, and welcome back to another episode. I am so excited to have you guys here today joining me on this journey of learning how to podcast and how to not breathe awkwardly into the microphone of my phone. I am so sorry if you ever hear me breathing, guys, and I kind of have to laugh because I will listen back to these episodes once I have filmed them, and sometimes I just have to laugh at myself because hearing yourself on a recording is just different, and especially when other people listen to it or when Thomas is around, I kind of just cringe a little bit, so I'm still learning how to get comfortable on the mic, how to talk like a normal person, and how to breathe. Anyways, so guys, today's podcast, I want to share a little bit about my perspective going into motherhood and my perspective of watching my mom grow through her motherhood, raising us kids. So growing up, I grew up in a really large family and I got to watch my mom experience motherhood. And I think that any person that is alive can relate to this topic, not just women, but if you are a person, you generally have a mom or a person in your life that's kind of like a motherhood figure. And so today I want to focus the topic on the perspective of watching your mom grow through her motherhood and what that teaches us and what we take away from watching our moms experience motherhood themselves. So let's dive on in. So I grew up in a really large family and when I was thinking about the perspective I wanted to share today, I thought that I really wanted to just go back to where my first experience was for me of watching my mom experience and live out her motherhood. And I think that our moms play such a vital role in our lives in shaping how we view the world. And I've talked about this before in my beginning podcasts about just my mom not having the most most positive perspective about motherhood and how that really affected me growing up and my confidence and my journey into my motherhood. And so, are people that hold these high places in our lives they really just affect how we shape them so my perspective seeing my mom seeing her experience motherhood there's a lot of things that i did not understand because i simply couldn't so my mom had a lot of things she brought into her motherhood journey from her mom and it's crazy to think about that our mom's mom's and their moms can directly affect us here in the present even though we might not even know that generation of mom in this decade and so really it's just insane to me that we put such little thought about how important moms are because literally moms are these world shapers and so i grew up in a family with nine kids i was the second oldest and my mom and dad did not have the best relationship and i'm not going to dive in too deeply to their relationship but it was always pretty chaotic it was pretty rocky most of our childhood we saw them kind of fight a lot we saw a lot of 
like angry outbursts um, from just my mom. And my mom had nine kids. So I kind of want to dissect that a little bit because how do you have nine kids? Well, for my parents, they decided that they wanted to have a lot of kids. And also back in that time when birth control was first coming out, birth control was really not figured out and so they didn't have the hormones figured out they didn't have dosages that were like you know um in tune to like a woman's body and so for my mom and for my mom's chemistry birth control pills did not work for her they really messed with her personality they really elevated her anger and I can so identify with this because even when I started to take birth control before I got married to Thomas birth control and the hormonal birth control that I was on made me so angry and such an aggressive person and so we've really come a long way as far as birth control goes but when my mom was married this was the 80s and it was a very different time so my parents found out really early on in their relationship that they had to kind of do family planning and they had to be a little bit more uh different route they had to take different routes when birth control happened and they also knew that they really enjoyed having kids but when my mom got pregnant with my first sister my older sister Jennifer she was not ready to become a mom yet and my mom was pretty upset about it she I think she has told me that she like went to my dad and said you did this to me this is your fault and she was very very upset that she was going to be a mom and she didn't really know what to do because my mom grew up in the 60s and so my mom grew up in a time of where children were to be seen but not heard and the family structure back then was so so different it wasn't so much child focused as in like we are the parents we have our kids and we're the adults and we go do what we do and she was married to a dad that had a alcohol addiction and a mom that was constantly just worried about her dad and so she had two older siblings or one older sibling yeah two older siblings and then there was my mom and then she had her younger sister that was eight years younger than her and she was never really allowed to touch her younger sister or play with her younger sister and I know that probably sounds like what kind of crazy household is this but then again we're talking in the 60s and her mom was like you know I don't want you to hurt the baby and so my mom didn't really ever get to have like a huge amount of chunk of time with like her siblings because her siblings ages were all really kind of spaced out and then by the time that it got to her youngest sister her sister was so young that her mom didn't really let my mom have that experience of having um, an older role as a sibling and so when my mom first became a mom she didn't really know what to expect and so already having these issues coming into having kind of a rocky relationship and then having to figure out how to live with different birth control options and just taking the pill because that was just not on the table for her it was really hard for my mom to be a mom and she really really struggled and they my parents had moved up here to plant a church and so they had moved away from all of their friends they had friends here they had a group of friends and they did church and they had that community there but my mom didn't have like a group of mom friends she didn't have a ton of friends because her childhood just didn't really um, 
foster those things. And so she was very alone. She was very much by herself a lot of the time with my sister. And my mom really struggled with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety. And that was a lot. And I didn't get to see those first couple years. Obviously, this is me recounting what my mom has told me and what I've recounted from other siblings and my parents of what my dad and mom have told me. So obviously, I don't have a full, full picture. I just have the story of what they have explained to me and what I have experienced. And so my mom entered motherhood not having very many friends and not really sure what to do with the baby. But she started to figure out how to get a grip of things and she started to enjoy it and do the baby things but my mom still struggled with postpartum anxiety postpartum depression and also some anger too and I think sometimes as moms we forget that we can get postpartum rage as well and it's really hard when you're sleep deprived and you have never had any experience with a newborn you don't have any resources like we do today like I can hop on Instagram any day of the day and talk to any mom of any resource that can give me tips on how to get my child to sleep how you know I can hop online and get a book in three easy steps my mom didn't have that really this was parenting at ground zero and there was no hand there literally was no handbook no guide for my mom and so my mom decided after a couple years of having my older sister that she then wanted to get pregnant with me and it took them a while to get pregnant with me I took them I think two or three years well three years because I'm three and a half years apart from my older sister and everyone told my mom that I was going to be a boy they thought I was going to be a boy people at church prayed over me said I was going to be a boy and then lo and behold my parents had me and I was a girl and so Jessica was born and I don't know much about my mom explaining what it was like to transition from one to two kids um I don't know much about that but I know that I was very colicky I was very sick I cried all the time there was very few things that I would do good I was just not the best baby and so my mom had to deal with not only having a three and a half year old but also having a really colicky baby who cried all day but I guess the benefit of me was that I would sleep in a crib all through the night. And so she had that for her, but then she had a three and a half year old that she had to deal with. I can identify with probably how my mom felt because I currently have a four, almost four year old and I have a one year old and I feel for my mom because I know how exhausted I have been this year, but I also know that I have been so blessed to have a huge support system around me to help me through those exhausting moments. And I can only imagine what it probably felt like for my mom in 1992 of where you didn't have all these groups and resources to do those things. So really, a lot of the time you're parenting on your own. And so basically throughout this time of childhood and giving birth, my mom was basically pregnant and giving birth to kids every two years. So if you're a mom you realize what a toll pregnancy takes on your body. It is an up and down of constant emotions, mentally and physically. And being that my mom already was kind of predisposed to struggling with postpartum anxiety, depression, knowing that birth control really wasn't on the table for them, my mom really struggled throughout her motherhood. And as each kid was added, it did get easier as we got older because suddenly me and my older sister Jennifer 
could help with the younger siblings. So my mom had that and that was very helpful. And my mom definitely utilized us a lot to help with the younger siblings. I loved having siblings, but also at the same time, this is a lot for one woman to take on while her husband is working a nine to five job. And so my mom struggled a lot (laughs) with trying to figure out how to do it all. And I think every mom struggles with that. But my mom didn't really have a very positive outlook. To my mom, a lot of the things were she just had to do everything by herself. And this was just how it was. Because in a very real fact, it was what it was for my mom. And she didn't have a ton of options. She did connect with a couple of women's groups. We would connect into La Leche League. And I remember going to women's houses and we would have these La Leche League meetings and all the kids would play and my mom would go do her thing. So there were things that my mom did to connect with other women. But being that she had so many kids, it was a struggle for her to connect and meet with women because kids just take up so much of your time. And so for my mom, an overarching theme throughout her motherhood was just struggling, being pregnant, dealing with the high and lows of emotions, also having kids that did not understand any of this, which by all right, of course we're not going to understand. It's not our job as kids to understand that. But really just feeling alone a lot of the time and having not the most stable of relationship with a partner or a spouse that you know was wanting to be helpful and don't get me wrong my dad was helpful in a lot of ways but my parents both had very different perspectives on how to parent and my mom and my dad had very different views of how to parent my mom was definitely more on the give and take as a parent she understood that there's a give and take you have to have conversations you have to be reasonable and you know you want your kids to have fun and my dad was more of an authoritarian and so this was a constant push back and forth with my parents and their relationship uh this back and forth of my dad saying no to a lot of things did you do your chores did you take care of this well no you didn't do it and then there was that back and forth of mama while being like okay well we can do it this time and then that constant back and forth kind of fight with my dad there added a lot of tension so growing up I saw a lot of tension I saw a lot of arguments and I saw my parents kind of have this relationship that wasn't stable and solid for the kids and so that was definitely hard for me to watch that growing up and see my parents not agree with each other and not be on the same page with how they wanted to raise us. And so every two years, my mom was having a baby and then my mom had my younger sister, Amy, and then she had twin girls. So we went from three to five. And at that point, what's a couple extra more? At this point, my parents had only had girls. And so my parents had five girls and then I got pregnant again and had my sister, Sarah. At this point, there were six girls and no boys. And my mom was getting older. She was in her later 30s. And then my mom got pregnant again and had my younger brother, Jeremiah. And then my mom went on to have two more babies after that. My last brother was born when my mom was 43 years old. So that is a lot of kids. Phew, by the time my youngest brother was born, I was around 12 years old. And so by this time, I have seen a regular pattern of my mom's motherhood of constantly being stressed, 
constantly kind of fighting, constantly having arguments, the house really struggling to be clean throughout my most of my childhood, and then having a dad that would come home at the end of the day, want to relax, and have it kind of be this constant tension. And so the over- overarching theme from for me that I saw my mom go through was just really struggling. And so I didn't really see motherhood as something that was like enjoyable, but it was kind of just something you did. And so to me, I was kind of like, okay, this is just like what you do. You have kids and they're at the house and you're like hanging out. And I didn't really think about like motherhood in like a deep perspective when I was a young kid. So a lot of my observations were just like, oh, my mom is angry today. My mom's yelling at us. Or today we're hiding behind the couch because my mom's angry about something. I didn't really connect any of the dots about motherhood until I became older and had moved out of the house, gotten married, and started about thinking my own family. So for my mom, her perspective was just, it is what it is. And for my mom, that really was what her life was because that was all she knew and that was all she had experienced she had never experienced an outside friendship that told her hey this could be different she never experienced an outside friendship group that you know would come alongside and say hey let us lift you up and so for me growing up a lot of my experience was watching my mom have a really negative outlook on life negative outlook about what we could do with our lives and the fact that we were probably always going to be poor we probably wouldn't ever accomplish anything and that it just was what it was you know the dads weren't going to be very helpful and we were just going to have to suck it up and it is what it is and this is just life and life sucks and that was kind of just the overarching look of just what life was like for us and so for me as I walked out of living with my parents I did not want to have kids I was like, I don't want to have kids. That sucks. I've already raised kids. That's not for me. And I've always just had like a very upfront kind of like monotone type of emotional consistency. And that sounds really weird to describe it that way. Um, But I'm just generally just pretty consistent and pretty just even keeled. And so for me, I walked out of my childhood not wanting kids because I was like that is too many kids I do not want to have that many kids I don't want to do that I don't want to do that to my relationship with my spouse and for a long time I would tell people that I was in a relationship with that I am not having kids I am zero kids for me not for me not my thing I don't want it and also I walked out with this perspective of seeing an angry mom seeing a mom that yelled at us who would tell us like you know ah you know that was constantly on this breaking point of motherhood and i was way too young to understand all the key factors that were in play with my mom's childhood to understand the fact that my mom was just a human and what i want you guys to take away from me talking about my childhood was that my mom was human and this is very many moms this is an experience so many moms have and my mom is my hero personally because my mom persevered through it all and has raised nine kids that are functioning humans she got us all to our doctor's appointments to all of our dentist appointments we all played sports we all graduated high school we all have jobs we're functioning parts of society and to raise nine kids who are polite kind helpful and have such strong characteristics is a huge accomplishment for any mom much as much less you know I look at my two kids and I think I hope I can do as good as my mom 
under the circumstances my mom had. And so when I first met Thomas, I wasn't that excited about having kids, but I knew that I wanted to marry someone who had a mom that they really loved and respected. So when I met Thomas, that was something that was on my list of he needs to respect his mom and I want to marry into a family that has a really strong family base. And with Thomas, I told him straight up, like if our families don't get along, this is not going to work for us. And so Thomas fit in really well with my family, got along with all my siblings, and he knew going into our relationship what my family relationship looked like. But he also knew that I was walking on a path of healing from that and breaking any generational chains that I had from experiencing my mom's motherhood and that I was working on breaking that. So getting married, we knew we would eventually want to have kids. And something that was a fear of mine for a really long time was that I was going to be my mom. And I think this is a fear a lot of women have is we don't want to be our moms. You know, we just automatically think we don't want to be our parents. We want to be the opposite of our parents, right? But as I walked through motherhood and experiencing, you know, my my first miscarriage, I started realizing a lot of things. And I realized that there was a lot of really good qualities about my mom. I also realized that my mom was growing as a human being as she was growing in in her motherhood and i came to a point that i forgave my mom for the fact that she's human and she's not perfect and i think we all come to this point with our parents where we have that realization that they're not perfect and they're human and i realized that my mom didn't get the chance to heal from her childhood and then she had this situation of where she was thrown into motherhood and she just had to survive through that season. She didn't know any different. She didn't have any better resources. Man, if my mom had kids today, my mom would have had so much support, so many books that she could have reached out to. And it's funny because now my mom is actually in college now and she is doing early childhood education. And so it's been really fun to watch her um, grow and actually have independence as a mom because she never had that when we were kids and I love that now she's taking this time to educate herself even more and is learning about this early childhood education that she did not have access to when we were young kids so it's been really fun watching her do that so my mom's perspective and motherhood really shaped my perspective but it also made me realize that you cannot base your whole perspective of motherhood based upon what you see your mom experiencing and you have to form kind of a diverse opinion about what motherhood might be like if i had just taken my mom's perspective about what motherhood was for her and applied that to my motherhood that would have been really horrible for me it would have been a really negative experience it would have been unhealthy But I took the time to recognize that my mom's motherhood was her journey and I could experience something different if I wanted to. And so if you have come from a childhood like mine of where it's chaos and disorder and brokenness, I want to tell you right now that just because brokenness was in your past, it does not have to be your future. If you are really struggling to see how you will enter into motherhood and how you will enter into motherhood and have healthy habits it is possible and I am proof that it is possible to have a healthy perspective in motherhood but it takes realizing that you do not need to take 
what you experienced from your mother's perspective. You do not have to take that same perspective into your journey as a mom. You know, ask people their different opinions. Ask for other mother's opinions. Look for a mom that you really respect and ask her how she did it and learn from them. Look for people that you respect in their journeys as moms and apply their knowledge into shaping your perception and your perspective. So I am proof that you can come from a really negative perspective and you can grow into a healthy perspective. And so I wanted to share that with you guys today because I did not come from the best perspective and it did shape my perspective for a really long time. And it took meeting a husband that had a really healthy family. It took realizing that my experiences weren't everyone else's experiences and that I could look for people that had different perspectives than me and compare them and say you know what this perspective that I I grew up with isn't the healthiest way to establish my reality of the world and you can adjust it so you are not set in stone into what your past was and so I hope that that can just encourage you today from hearing my perspective from what I've learned from my mom. My mom had a perspective that was a survival perspective that she had no choice to but, but to walk walk through and walk through in her journey. But in my mom walking out her journey as a mom, she gave me some really good examples and ways and a guidepost of where to go from there. And I was able to build on my motherhood and build on my perspective and change my perspective to be this healthy, vibrant perspective that it doesn't have to stay the same as what you experienced. And so that is what I learned from my mom and watching her perspective as a mother. And I hope that this can be an encouragement to you as you walk through your marriage, your dating life, that whatever your mom's experience was, it doesn't have to be yours. Maybe your mom had a really great positive motherhood experience and you're trying to take that into motherhood too. That's great. It's great to take in a positive perspective into parenting. And just know that wherever you're at, whether your mom had a really positive perspective on motherhood or whether you watched kind of a dysfunctional um, survival perspective, kind of like what I did, that doesn't have to determine your future as a mom. And so, guys, that is the podcast today. I am so so happy that I decided to start this podcast and I know I kind of say that again but I love sharing my journey with you guys and what I have learned along the way and if this could just help even one person to realize that there is hope for your future then that will make this worthwhile to me so before I send you guys off today I want to share some encouragement with you guys from the book of James this is my favorite book of the bible it is just so encouraging to me And so this is one of my favorite verses in the Bible. This is James 1, verse 2. It's called testing of your faith. Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. So count it all joy, my mothers, my wives, my friends that when you and face when you face trials when your mom has faced trials it produces steadfastness so that you can be steadfast in your faith that it will make you 
perfect and complete. So if you feel like you're lacking something right now, the trials you go through, the things you have faced in your life are preparing you. They're preparing a way for you. And you can build on your motherhood and you can build your future. You do not need to stay in the past. You are going into the future. You can break those chains and whatever your mom experienced, it does not have to be the experience that you have. So I just want to pray for you today and then we will close out this podcast. Dear Jesus, thank you so much that the perspectives that our moms had do not have to come with us into our motherhoods. That if we experience brokenness in our past, that we don't have to take that in with us. We just lay our burdens at your feet today. We lay the brokenness that we have carried from our childhood and experiencing our moms experiencing their motherhoods. We lay that down at your feet. And we come into today with a fresh fresh perspective of hope And we know that you can help us get through our day. So thank you for being a God that redeems us. Thank you for being a God that says our past doesn't have to determine our future. And we just pray that you will help us enter into our week with a positive, hope-filled outlook with our children and our motherhood. We do not have to stay where we came from. And we can move into our motherhood building up our families Thank you, God, so much for your grace and new mercy for today. And thank you that I was able to learn from my mom and that my mom's experience in her motherhood brought glory to you, God. And now I get to bring glory to God in my motherhood. Thank you so much, Jesus. Help us to have a great week, Lord. Be with us, strengthen us, and push us when we need to be pushed and stretch us where we need to be stretched. And thank you so much for your goodness, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Woo-wee, guys. This was a long one. I hope you made it through. I hope you enjoyed my story of watching my mom's perspective through her motherhood and what that taught me. Make sure to jump over to Refined Purpose and follow me over there for some more hope-filled encouragement through your week. Have a great Monday, guys. I'll see you next Monday. Bye.